Yeah. You know what? The, maybe the biggest upset of the whole vacation was that I'm back, Slee. What's that? I was in 30-degree weather for four days. Got my voice. That's right. I mean, I don't know how we escaped that, but yeah. I was able to do it. And What's crazy is the photos you showed me. The guy's wearing a tank top the entire time that you golf. I showed him a picture during the break, and it's literally like down puffy jackets, wool hats. BD, yeah. yeah, it's the, the, the whole thing. So I don't blame you. They have this, and golf course uh, superintendents slash designers take note, because I'm about to give you a, a great idea. Or it's not, it's not my idea, but you need to follow up. They have this thing called the punch bowl at Bandon, okay? And think of a practice putting green that's about the size of a football field, only maybe a little wider. Okay. Okay? It's big. Yep. And it's just covered in all these slopes and hills and insulation. So it's kind of mini golf I was going to say very miniature golf. It, it, yep. it absolutely is. And they have There's two... a clown that comes <laughs> There's down. There's no clown. There's no windmill. There's no log <laughs> swinging over the hole. I hated that one. The, the log over the hole was Yeah, the impossible. timing. It's like, what the hell the hell do I time this thing? But basically, it's a miniature golf putting contest on real grass with real slopes, using real balls, your own putter and all these things. And you play the little nine-hole course. You come back, and everybody's out there at the same time, but everybody's in everybody's way, so it's no big deal. They have a waitress that goes around and takes your drink orders while you're there doing it that will bring you cocktails in the punch bowl, on the punch bowl. Winner, winner, chicken it, dinner. We were out there for two hours the first day, just rolling. It was That's I, awesome. I've never had so much fun in that my life. That is awesome. Every golf course around here, get rid of your putting green. Oh, I'm going to work on my game. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your game. Put some slopes, make it a little yep. bigger, and get a waitress or a waiter out there yep. to start bringing people cocktails. It was amazing. Play some techno music. Bring some foam music. out there. You know Sweet. what I'm talking about, Taylor. They had they have speakers going. The music is loud. It was awesome. It was how many drinks did you have in just that little section? By the way, two. I thought I saw a drink because you were just trying to show me like the slopes yeah. and everything else. Well, that's the transfusion. Who had okay? That's, 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 that's my buddy Ryan who had it. We all had transfusion. That thing looks delicious. So it's vodka. I would recommend making it a double. That's me. You guys do what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit of ginger ale and a little bit of fresh lime, yep. and then just a little. Little squirt yeah. of grape juice, believe mm. it or not. That's what turns it that light pink color. Amazing. We're starting a bar. We're opening up a bar, so you and I. Two of those. Closes right? at 8 p.m. We were out there for maybe closer to 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite two hours. 90 minutes. Had two of those. I was walking out of there with one eye closed. Like, uh, it's time to go back to the room. That's amazing. Yeah, it was... Uh, they were a great... Did double on both of them. Every and which, which, whatever double that is, then you know they're not... Nobody's... Nobody's looking at the we pour. We took the first sip out of these and looked at each other like, really? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to walk out of this place. We, 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 we all had two, and then we went back. It's like, we need to sit down for a minute. You're hitting every putt. <laughs> it was, You're just in the absolute and zone. everybody's drinking the same thing. That's it a was, really, really cool. It was terrific. Uh, that was not the highlight, but the second light. The picture you painted there, it's awesome. It was a very good deal. Um, the Lakers win. Come back from 27 down. Biggest comeback of the NBA season. How about that? Beat a team ahead of them in the standings. Beat a team that was competing. Beat a team that needed to win that game. And you did it because your best players played like it. You did it because your supporting cast played like it. You did it because you continued to compete despite falling behind early. All of these things, Al, minus LeBron having a foot thing that's a little bit, maybe more than a little bit. Scary. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yep. For the first time in over a season, it's like, you know what? 
Let's see what these guys can do. Let's see if they can win more than they lose. Let's see if they can start to move up that ladder in the Western Conference because that team I saw yesterday, especially in the second half, I'll take my chances. I don't think they're going to win an NBA championship, but for the first time in the since the 2020 bubble, yep. it's that team can beat just about everybody. Not that they will. I think that team can play with everybody else in the league. Let me um let me go back to one of the last shows we did together before All Star Break. I was gone, you were gone. We were kind of breaking down, and this was I think right after the trade deadline. We were breaking down the last ten years for the Lakers, and one of the things that I was asking for is I'm like, can we get something to cheer about as a Laker fan base? And I know you could sit here, look, they won the championship in the Orlando bubble, but it wasn't, there's no fans around. It's not like you could embrace going to crypto uh, the following year. We know what happened. The Lakers played the Phoenix Suns. It was limited capacity, and Anthony Davis gets injured. Lakers go up from 2-1. They lose 4-2 to the Phoenix Suns. Lakers went through a stretch where they missed the playoffs six years in a row. I mean, you just, I'm sorry. It's been tough for the last year and a half to get excited about Lakers basketball. Mm -hmm. Now... Could I be overreacting a little bit? Maybe, because they are 4-1 and one since they went out and made the deals that they did. But I'm, I'm going to point something out to you, because I, I don't think each one of these games are the same. Lakers beat the Warriors. You were gone. That was a Thursday night last week. Lakers beat the Warriors. I was snowed in. I watched every you were snowed minute in. of it. <laughs> what the do you want to know? <laughs> you, know how Spectrum, you know how Spectrum plays postgame, and then they go back to the game. They start it over again. You were probably there for all that, too. I saw every single We were so excited that there was something on TV that wasn't the women's open in Thailand. It's like, yeah. That took over on Friday. Um, th- this, is, this is my point of how this one's a little bit different. The game against the Warriors – AD scored 12 points. Mm -hmm. Game against the Warriors, Braun scored 13 points. The Lakers blew out the Warriors. I know, no Wiggins, no no Steph Curry. Who cares? But Malik Beasley had 25, eight guys scored in double figures. Okay, That's how they won that game. Mm -hmm. Then you had the game last night or yesterday against the Dallas Mavericks. You're down 27 points. And what if I told you Jared Vanderbilt was the most important player on the Lakers yesterday? that he was kind of the igniter that started everything, what he was doing defensively in the third quarter, that Jared Vanderbilt was the most important player for the Lakers yesterday. I'm going to point that out because there's been some games where Braun has played 26 minutes. There's been some games that Braun played 29 minutes. There's been some games where Braun hasn't looked all that great. Lakers still won all of those games. That does not happen with the Los Angeles Lakers. That there are other players that just came in two weeks ago have found ways to contribute that means you got some real players, some real role players, and it doesn't have to be the same guy every single night. That's but it. can you get a That's couple it. guys sprinkled in over the course of a game? What you said, I think, is spot on because prior to these acquisitions, if the best player on the Lakers wasn't named Anthony Davis or LeBron James in any game, you lose. You, they could be the best player on the team and they could still lose. But now, like you just said, AD can have a night where he's in the teens. LeBron can have a night where he's in the teens. Malik Beasley's going to go score. What does he have, 27? He had 25 that 25. night. He had seven threes. Yeah. So he's got 25. We're good because he, for that night, was good enough to get us where we needed to go. Vanderbilt, yesterday, AD was terrific. Don't get me wrong. But Vanderbilt was, wait, what? Huh? 17 he, rebounds. He was four car- steals. Carrying big chunks of that game and, and leading them in a way that a secondary player has not for a very long time. And guarded Luka. You can have guys that are not LeBron James and AD be the best player for a night or b- play huge roles. And not only are you still in, you can win. 
That has been true for two years, that if AD didn't play out of his mind or LeBron didn't play out of his mind or more to the point, both of them play out of their mind, you are going to lose. That's not true anymore. You can have those guys. They can't be bad. But yeah, if they're yeah. just okay, it's pro sports, it happens, you still got a chance to win. It's That has not been true for two years. And the Mavs. Name me a game where another team has 14 more threes than the other yeah. team, and the Lakers still won. Listen, I, 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 did you see what Jason Kidd said after the game? Yeah, I did. Why he didn't call timeouts? Well, I, you know, I'm not the savior. I'm just watching like everybody else. Uh, no, you're not. You're I think the head he, coach. I think he used two timeouts. They said the something like half. that. Yeah, they, and they were they were hemorrhaging their lead. I, just Isn't the, that the whole point of the coach the, is when things are not going good, that's when you use your timeout? You stop it and you draw and become something. a head coach. Yeah, not you're. I'm just watching like you guys. No, I mean I, you didn't buy a ticket like I did. You're not drinking beers like Go I am. Go sit in row seven then. That was a weird quote. Like I, I, if I were Mark Cuban, I would not love that. He I, was, I get what he was getting at, yeah. but I didn't like that at all. He was indirectly taking shots at Luca. Yeah. I think it sounded like because he said we got to mature, we got to be able. Well, all those guys are basically over thirty, other than Luca. Yeah. So he, he was only Spends talking a lot about of time him. Bitching about the referees. Okay, so uh, Luca. Yes. Oh no, Luca. That's his. That's literally. 84% of the game is looking at the referees. He, he's, he's admitted that, too. He's talked about how he needs to get that out of his game. It's a bad look for him. He's so good. Stop worrying about the rest. By the way, you're not even playing D while yeah. other everybody else is going on the other side. Let me let me point something out real quick. And I, I This is a indirect compliment to the Lakers, but I just kind of want to lay it out here, okay? Something happened at the NBA trade deadline, which is why I think the Lakers will make the playoffs. And whatever happens from there happens from in there. In the top eight, or you think top ten, and we'll see what happens. So here's the look. Can you get the top six? I think they're going to have a real fight to be top six. So I think they'll be somewhere between that seven and ten. Okay, and then, then it, let's just get to ten, and then we'll worry about trying to get to eight. Yep. And then if you get to eight, and then just go from there. Okay. But let, let me just explain what happened at the trade deadline. At the trade deadline, you tell me if any of these teams got better or were even trying to get better. Okay. The Oklahoma City Thunder did not get better at the trade deadline. You could just say they just stayed pat. Yep. Leave them alone. They have 400 picks coming up in the next couple of years. The um, Pelicans stayed pat. They're trying to get Zion to come back, and that's the most important thing for them. The Minnesota Timberwolves got rid of D'Angelo Russell. That was one of the pieces that left. Now, they got Mike Conley, but I don't think they got better. I think they kind of, you could say, stayed pat at best. The Utah Jazz got rid of Mike Conley and got more picks. They didn't get better. I mean, I'm pointing all these teams out because a lot of the teams that are in front of the Lakers did not try to get better or did not get better at the break. Lakers got, I think, a lot better than what they were. Mathematically, they're not so far away that they got to make up five games in the span of 20 games. They're a game or two behind. Trav, doesn't this look like this is going to slot them at least into that playing it, tournament? It, it certainly feels like it with the big yeah but that I want to talk about next. And that yeah but is LeBron's foot. Because if yeah. if, if, if you have a two-game nah, two losing, a three-game losing I know. streak with only 20 games to go, I know. it's a big deal. If LeBron is out of the lineup for any period of time, and you know he's going to try to muscle through it, but that it's obviously something that's bothering him, we'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So listen to that. You got Lakers talk tonight, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, you should answer this question on Lakers Talk. This is from Anthony Rincon, and mm-hmm. he says, I'm just not understanding why they waited until February to address the needs unless they thought they needed Bev and others to increase their value, which to me none of that was apparent because they got Russ off the books. They were able to move some of these guys out, all, yeah. all of these things that wasn't the big blockbuster, right? It wasn't the thing that had been speculated for. These were kind of moves on the edges, good moves, but they feel like moves you could have done a month before the deadline, maybe six weeks before the deadline, and giving yourself a little bit more runway to try to figure out what it is that you have and maybe chip away at some of this deficit that you built. So, first off, appreciate it. That could be 10 minutes right there. So, I've, <laughs> we're already at seven twelve right now. Um, I, <laughs> I T-Raj, I, I, I'll tell you this. I, I think it's easy to look at this right now and say, well, why didn't they just do this three months ago? Can I just give you an example of this? How many times did we talk about Buddy Hield and Miles Turner to the Los Angeles yep. Lakers? And that we reached a point where I'm like, Trav, wouldn't they have done it by now if that was going to happen? And it never ended up happening. Do you know the first trade that went down? I'm not sure if it was the official fir- first trade of the trade deadline. Was it Rui? I think it was Rui. Yeah. It was two and a half weeks prior. Do you know what every single expert says is that a lot of these deals don't go down until teams have a full understanding of what they have. Are they buyers? Are they sellers? As they're getting closer to the deadline, teams are now maybe a little bit more frantic. If you would have told me, I, I would focus more on this, and you're not wrong to say hey, could they have got this done two months ago? Because if they could, maybe they're four or five games over 500 right now Other than rather than three games below 500. But I think they would have if there was an opportunity that was blatant, that made sense. Nothing was going to change. There just wasn't a dance partner? I don't think there was a dance partner. Yeah. Tell me what would have changed even walking into the season thinking that something was going to be different with Russ. Everybody knew Russ wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. We could pretend and say, well, Russ, LeBron, and AD only played 21 games last year. Yeah. Sounds good. Those 21 games were enough to say, no. well, that ain't going to work. <laughs> right. So I, I think it's easy to look at it now. What I would be, the way I would look at it is they made something work with what they had. They obviously upgraded. And I think the question now is, how do you close out the rest of this year? And is there a model or a foundation that you could say, we ain't getting rid of these players next season. Let's keep building them. Yeah, I think you're going to see, I don't know if they'll all be back, but I think you're going to see some of them back. And I think that you have already have a couple of other guys that are useful players in what it is you do, guys like Austin Reeves, that are, yeah, we're going to we're going to keep him, we're going to use him. This is going Vanderbilt's to under contract. Yep. I think Beasley, they have the team option on. So they're, they're in a good spot with that. All of these things being equal and assuming that they continue to play the way that they have. LeBron's foot is the great wild card right now because – you know, he got hurt in the third quarter, and 
played a lot after that. And said the worst it, thing that you can say. Yeah, I, I think I heard pop. a pop or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. That, look, if I'm not a doctor, so <laughs> I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express or whatever that was. If something popped, I don't think he could have played another 10 minutes on it, right? I'm sure it felt weird and hurt and all those things, but I can't imagine he had a pop sure. and played the rest. And like Darvin said after, he goes, I didn't hear anything about that, right? He, he was just he went out there and played him heavy minutes throughout the rest of the game. But even if he has to take a little time off, a game here or a game there, or really manage his minutes in the games that he's playing, because they spent three months creating this hole, because they're still, even with a, what are they, four and one in their last five? Yeah. Even with four and one in your last five, you're still outside 12. of the line. <laughs> right. You're still under 500. Yep. The margin of error doesn't exist. And this is the ultimate, like, you're almost. I don't even want to say this for fear of speaking it into existence, but you almost have more faith in AD's health at this point than you do mm. with LeBron just because that foot he came out of the Oklahoma City. Like This has been something that's kept him out of the game fairly regularly. Plus LeBron had to carry all those minutes earlier in the season. Yes. Plus LeBron is in his 20th season in the NBA. Plus LeBron was playing 37, 38, 40. There was an overtime game. He played 43 minutes. I'm looking at the box score. I'm like, this is two games. Why is he playing 43? But they didn't have a choice. So I think what you're saying, um, that, that look, this is the domino to this. This is the rest of the Lakers season. If everybody's there and everybody's healthy, I feel pretty good that they will get one of those playoff spots, and I feel pretty good that they can have a I don't tough... mean to split this, but get one of the eight playoff spots or get in the ten, and then we'll see what happens. So because there's a there's a difference. It's, right? So it's yeah. It's will not, they play a series? I guess is what we're getting at. It's not. I'll explain what I'm referring to. I don't call a playoff spot the playing tournament because okay, you're not it. in, right? Yes. Now, now I do think they will end up in a playing spot to get in. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be top six. Top six, Golden State's about to get healthy with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Even if Dallas comes out, the Warriors probably going to number six. So they, they got work to do. Let's just put it that way. But I think the reason why I, I set it up that way is because the outlier is this. If Braun misses five games the rest of the way, I don't think that, you know, the, the chances of them now that would be getting in becomes... It, and by the way, that's not... He can miss tomorrow because that ankle injury or that injury it's happened yesterday, and they go back-to-back right? back Memphis yeah. and OKC. If Anthony Davis was in a similar spot where he missed four or five games, they don't have margin for error. Now, if everybody is there, which that doesn't usually happen in the NBA, I like their chances of getting it. You know it's funny? As you were saying that, it kind of dawned on me. I think for the first time all season long, nothing weird has to happen for them to get in. They just they just need to be healthy. If they're healthy for the last 20 games, I really have a hard time envisioning them not, and I'll, I'll go a step further, not being one of the top six. They're only two games out of there. What we've seen in these five games, they're better than some of these teams that are ahead of them. Doesn't mean that they're going to stay healthy, but it's not fool's gold. It's not one of the, like for instance, let's go back, what was it, a month or two ago when Anthony okay. Davis was kind of like, okay, is this real or not? I don't know what this is, and it turns out it wasn't real. That he got hurt again, and then the Lakers just they slipped right back to where they were prior to that. This does not feel inflated. This feels legit. Like a team. <laughs> like a team, right? That if they're healthy, they're getting in. I don't I don't even know. You don't need help. You just need to go win the games that you have left, or the 20 games I have left, to, to have them win 14 of those games doesn't feel like a stretch anymore. Just to kind of give everybody an idea of 
a lot of times the problem is maybe you don't get to face some of these teams in front of you. They got Minnesota twice coming up. They got OKC twice coming up. They still got the Warriors. They still got the Mavs. They still got uh, Utah twice. I, I mean, just set that up because a lot of those games are going to be at home, number one. And number two is it's not like, hey, the only way we get in is if we win and they all got to lose. You get to at least play these teams in front of you as well. So uh, that's one, I think, positive that you could look at with the schedule. Can they win without him? And I'm not talking like win a series. Can they get in? Can they win enough games to be one of the eight teams standing if LeBron misses time? That that might be the biggest thing that was left off of yesterday. We got excited about everything. Bron's quote, I'm going to read you. He said, it's been better talking about his injury. Yep. That's for sure, but I definitely wasn't going to go into the locker room and not finish the game out tonight. Just understood the importance of the game, the momentum that we had. I felt like we could still win the game after being down. Um, can they win without him? My answer would be no, because they have not won without him at any stage of his career that he's been with the Lakers. Do they have more role players now that can make it more interesting? They do, but I haven't never seen anything since Braun has been a Laker to say that the Lakers can stand above water mm-hmm. without him or even stand pat, and the yeah. problem is they can't stand pat. they got to be above water. So Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, Beasley, Vanderbilt. Who do you want to throw in there for your fifth guy at this point? Hachimura? Sure. Okay. Reeves, Hachimura, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they can win some games. I, I don't know if they'll win enough, but that's not – okay, we're dead. This is how much it's changed. To win a series, they're going to have to have him. But to get in, as long as it's not – I'm down for two weeks. I was going to say, how many games are you saying? Like he misses four, five games? Four or five. Let's mm-hmm. say it's four or five. If he plays in 15 of the final 20 – They I'm, go three and two when he's, when he's gone? Even if they go two and three, I know that you're digging the hole a little deeper, but – They've dug a little bit out of it. And I don't know, maybe it's just the glow of what happened yesterday, but that did not feel fluky. That felt like a good team that got hot, that played hard, that beat another team that came unglued. I'm not disagreeing that the team's not better, but I'm going to give you one example of Lakers without LeBron. They went up to Portland to play the Blazers. Mm -hmm. LeBron didn't play that game. Do you know who played in that game? Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Dennis Schroeder, Vanderbilt, all those guys. They were down 19 at the half. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's going to happen every time. Portland was hitting every shot the whole thing, but they were also missing Jeremy Grant and Yusuf Nurkic. I hesitate if Bron's not there that the team could have any success. This kind of goes together with the shift being banned and the pitch clock and all this other stuff. That You know what? Tinkering with your league is a good idea because without this playing stuff, what are we talking about? Right now, it's this: you got to get to the eighth spot. But because there's the play-in, because there's this extra two spots, basically the entire Western Conference minus two teams is in it. This is one of those things. Like, why did we not come up with this? Well, I want to do it the way you and I have talked about it. I wish there was just a threshold. I I I don't want. I don't want the Spurs, who were 14 games below 500, to make the number 10 last year. No, that that's a bad deal. But these are 500. These are teams that are are around 500, and it feels especially look. OKC's probably not going to make it. I don't think you want to play those guys. Those guys are fun to watch. Sure. They play hard. They got a lot of nothing to lose. Nothing. That's, Shea is the man. Let's go. That's a that is an interesting mix. Throw stuff. I don't know if that in season tournament is going to be anything that's going to catch on, but I'm here for just let's try it and see. And if it sucks, it sucks, and don't do it again because this thing is kind of. And maybe it's just Al simply because the Lakers have been bad for two years in a row. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That you had to talk yourself into the lie of the play and is fun because you don't have an actually good team. But hey. It's kept it intriguing. And it keeps even, you know, there's the races almost at the bottom are as interesting as the races at the top. Yeah. For us. For right now. For us. Because of the Lakers. Yeah, yeah you're right. If, if it because were, of the if, Lakers. If all these teams were bunched up, you just put the Lakers up at two. Are you paying but, any attention at all? No, I'm not. No. Actually, that's a good point. I'm yeah. not. But I, I'm just going to go back to this. I just wish that there was a threshold of, hey, if you're below 500 and you're the number 10th spot, 10 is out, 7 is in, 8 and 9 will play each other to get in for that final spot. I could go for that. Yates is in the house. Hi, Clinton. What's up, Yates? We got some baseball to talk, Travis. Yeah. I have some specific I thought, questions I thought for we had you after ball. a weekend. I thought we had pickleball There's pickleball, but Thursday. after a weekend of spring training stuff, we got some... We got some I'm here. Some Is Dave about. Roberts on the hot seat? I, no. <laughs> well, maybe. We'll see. Give me a week and we'll figure it out. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Got your main guy, and then you got a backup guy. Guess yep. the main guy's already booked. You got to have contingency plans. Um, for instance, what's the contingency when one of us uh, tears an Achilles getting ready for the pickleball tournament, which is coming up March 18th, 10 to 4, at the Agape Pickleball Center, Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley? Reserve seating is available. You can go register at ESPNLA.com. Of course, the event is open to the general public, so come on out and hang out and press the flesh with us. Big thanks to Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. And and it's not just us playing pickleball, as exciting as all that is, guys. There's TVs to watch all the college basketball oh, that will yeah. be going on. Pop a shot. There's pickleball demos and lessons. If you've never played, you can get a chance to do that. There's things for the kids to do. There's a kid zone. There's a beer garden, complimentary food and drink, live DJ and entertainment, prizes, giveaways, 360 photo booth. I dare you not to have a good time. I don't know how many beers that Clinton's going to have during his match, but I, I got a feeling the over-under right now is three. Zero. During the match? Yeah. No. I'm the, I am not Beto Duran. I am not capable of playing anything with any level Beto of skill. Beto tailgates everywhere. After, He's going to go to the know, mall any He's level of consumption. I can't do it that way. I can. I can't do it that way. <laughs> Especially not pickleball. Not uh, you were talking pickleball about... Is not, like, softball lends itself to yes, that because pickleball does not I can work. stand at first base and drink sure, a beer. Exactly. But I cannot stand at the, in the kitchen. You know, I love, I love having a Hennessy and then playing five <laughs> on five. That's about what it's like. Okay, so I came for a very specific reason to talk to you guys, Trav, mainly because you're a baseball guy. Now, the okay. rule changes that have been instituted in spring training are multifold. We don't necessarily have to review all of them. However... This is the first weekend in Major League Baseball spring training. There have yeah, been games yeah. mm-hmm. where they've applied these. Now, I asked for a little exercise, Slee, before this break started. 
which was look what's on the screen and yeah. tell me what you see. So I'm, I'm assuming what you're talking about is the pitch clock. Yes. Okay. So there's a there's a there's literally a, the equivalent the of a shot clock yeah. in the NBA. Twenty starts at twenty. Nineteen eighteen goes down. Okay. Now. Philosophically, I love the pitch clock. The first time I ever saw it, Nashville Sounds game. I had a random night in Nashville, popped over to the yard, boom, lickety split, 215, nine inning wow. game. I was like, okay. I'm Is that where they started this. everything? They started out in this the. This was yep. years ago. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm a fan of this. Now, they start to institute it for various minor leagues. I'm like, okay. You go to the park, you see it, you don't really think about it. College baseball does it in a couple places as well. Dude, watching it on TV. I don't need the clock on my screen. That is a yeah, but I don't think we need to be getting used to it. What we should be getting used to is just the play happening and not looking at the clock. Because when you you're focused on the clock right now, it's not that you're focused on the clock, but it adds an oddball level of distraction that (laughs) I I don't get it. Like we don't need the point of the point of the changes, Travis, and this is what I want to get your thoughts on is to change the pace of the game without you actually noticing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To, to make the watchability of the baseball at a better level. The clock introduction, strictly on the telecast, I think is a step too far. I, I really actually do. Did you notice that? I, I noticed that it was on. Yeah. I noticed it, but it doesn't hit me the way that it does I would for you. even go so far as to keep it out of telecast altogether as best I can. Yeah, but the weird thing would happen then, Yates, and, and because – all of a sudden, an umpire's just popping out from behind home plate and putting a strike on the board. I think you need to know. It's one of these things that, at first glance, it looks odd. It looks awkward. Like, the first time Fox put the score bug on TV, it's like, yeah. well, I don't need to see that. The first time a first base coach put a helmet on, you're like, well, that looks weird. I get it. And five minutes later, you're like, I didn't even notice anymore. It'll, go, it'll well, blend well, in Treat the it like the NFL with the... With the, um, the- Turn it on when it Play comes clock later or, or where it's just, it's just beside the bug. Or better example... You treat it like you treat a serve clock in tennis. It's not mentioned until it's broken. That, to me, is closer to where you're trying What's to actually— the biggest number it's, of it's any It's the biggest of the number on the, on, the, on the scorebook. And yeah. I, it, that's that. I'm sorry, that's weird to me. And I'm not like going crazy about it because I get what it's there for. But I think there's this conception that the rule changes in baseball are supposed to be like, oh, look at that cool new rule change. No, the they should changers, also start like sounding an alarm yeah, at five. The rule changes <laughs> are there to make you like. <laughs> They're there to make you like what's already happening better. They're not there to make you I want a siren from nine <laughs> seconds guy. down. Hurricane siren. Like a, t- a tsunami warning. You can hear it three states yeah. over. Okay, but I, you, you I, also, we were talking you about this. You see what I'm saying, though? From a, we were from talking a, about this on Friday, and I think this probably plays along to the same thing. The strike zone that oh, you right. hate. The K zone it can go to. This is an extension of the same Explain philosophy. to him what you're talking about, because I think this does tie in. I think the K zone being on the screen you're is drastic- the, the box has, on has the drastically screen. affected the likability of Zlata washing, and it and has put this small minority of humans who are obsessed with the minutia of the strike zone into the forefront of everything that a baseball fan is. But my point is, is that what you're trying to do is get people to not think about the rule changes and watch baseball. If you've yeah. got a clock ticking in red, it like doesn't it's just, hit me like that. It doesn't. It, it, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's very weird. To the me. games are moving fast. The balls in play more. The, there are more hits. The the games are played at a much more yeah. reasonable clip. And I'm not distracted. I think by the he clock. likes the concept. Yes. You just don't like the clock. Specifically yeah. on the telecast. Because it's not like when you go to a ballpark, you're ever looking at the clock, even though it's there. Okay, but here's the difference. But you see I what I mean? I, I know what you mean. I just don't agree. Like, for instance, when you go to a football game, right, 
you do get that sense of we have to be getting close to this play, and you go the play to the clock end zone, about, yeah. and you'll find it at four or five, right? And you will look, and I think that this will become the same thing, just because on a football telecast there is a play clock, and when it gets I think under eight, it turns red and starts to flash or whatever it is, so you know you're getting a little closer. Is the shot clock on this, the screen in the NBA, yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole it is. It is. But yeah. those are on also, our screen. Those are internal clocks within larger clocks. But, There's no larger clock. Uh, in let, let me ask you this: Is that the aesthetics of what you're looking at that bother you, or is it that it's on there at all because it is I think it's it's on there at all. It's oddly large. Yeah. It, 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 is, it, large. it is oddly large, yeah. but I think you're gonna I think it's gonna fade I, but in the I, do you understand what I'm saying? You should make it bigger. There was a day. also take the pitcher out, just have it <laughs> kind of go over him. Travis, this is my last example that I'll use to try to see to try to get you to explain what I mean. Remember when they first started limiting um mound visits? Mm-hmm. And MVR. And they started putting them on the screen. And people yeah. were like, we don't we don't need to know that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to know how many mountain visits are happening in the game. I can live my life knowing that as it comes up. I'm the same way with the pitch clock. I like it conceptually. I don't want to have to look at it while I'm watching baseball. I want that option just like when I'm at the park. It's a good first step. Now, what happens yeah. moving forward, I, I think just the concept of them doing what they're doing, if they adjust it and say, yeah, this looks too big, I think the whatever ne- happens the happens. Next, the next, the clock thing, I think they've got it figured out. It w- Regardless of the aesthetics, it, it, it works and it improves the product once we get a month or two of games real games where the best pitchers are facing the best hitters on a regular basis i think we'll have a better idea of what the shift being banned looks like well all of a sudden Mm. if you have 25 guys 30 guys maybe 50 guys that are hitting over 300 and a bunch of guys on base again i understand it's not a value stat the way it used to be but oh there's value of course there is (laughs) there's value of course there is and it's one of these things that I like seeing hits. I like seeing guys on base. I like seeing, are we going to hit and run? Little bingo, as we like to say. Let's go play baseball. It's not home run derby off of a pitcher trying to strike you out, which is what it's become. It's not, my math is a little bit better than yours, and I know where to put that third baseman in right field because my guy had a 3-9 at MIT, and your guy only had a 3-6. So we're closer. We're close in theory. I want the game to be baseball. I want runners. I want hits. I want runs. I don't care if ERAs come up. I want batting averages to come up. I want runs per game to come up yep. and I want the time it spent watching nothing to come down totally with you. and I feel like we're on the right track uh, we are it. certainly on the right track and I, I'm I don't want to say I'm picking nits I just I just want to get the point across that the purpose of the changes is so that the entirety of the product is better yes. can I give you, can I give you an example it. look up at that TV the Fullerton Bakersfield game oh the worst court in, in, no, in, but, but, in but the look country at, look at the shot clock look how small it is yeah. The 14, the that's 13, true. you see that? Yeah, that's tiny. How small it is? Right. This one is the main score. It's, it's yeah. too big. It's, it's the main too score. Big. I'm not arguing that okay. it's not too yeah. big, but, but it doesn't bother me that it's The there. reason why I wanted to come in here and talk to you is that it never had occurred to me that they put it on the screen. Let's, like, cut, <laughs> let's cut to the chase of the baseball story that matters the most this weekend. What's up? The Gauchos swept the Ducks in you. I saw that. <laughs> Go chose. I mean, and like I a, watched a every power, inning. a power presence. Like I, I remember. I, so I, I, I keep an eye on the chose just for the sake of having something to uh, talk to Travis about. A bunch of top ten teams went down, lost series yep. this weekend, but mm. that was probably the biggest of the upsets. You know how you know everything's fine with the weather, Al. The team that was the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos in Santa Barbara, California, maybe the finest climate on earth, right. left the state Went to go to, to Eugene because the series was supposed to be here. They're like, the weather in Eugene will be better than Santa Barbara. Let's go up there. And and everything's fine. And the shows pulled it out. <laughs> everything's fine. Unbelievable. Sweep. Broke Unbelievable. out the brooms on them. So like, but yeah. There you go. I don't There's need a shot clock in g- baseball. Gaucho segment right there. <laughs> I want the clock to be bigger now, just based off of You know what they should do? They should hire a guy with like cue cards. 
24, oh, flips right. it over. 23, yeah. 22. Well, it's like, like in the TV studio. It's like, this is He's a minute. sweating this is profusely in Cincinnati yeah. in August. Just <laughs> yes. like that. Freaking. I like it. Oh, More runs is better. All the right. Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I want to start right here, Al. Um, Damian Lillard tied the high game of the season last night with 71. Donovan Mitchell had had 71 earlier in the year. Um, Dame gets 71. The Blazers win. That's why they're still ahead of the Lakers. Uh, it's only two times this year, but 71 is a ton of points. Are we ever going to see somebody get 100? Well, let me. this is kind of what's crazy is when Dame did it yesterday – so Clipper game was on Denver, mm-hmm. and they had said during the broadcast, Dame's doing something special. He was at like 40 at halftime. Okay. And then 56 by this. He goes for 71. You know what's kind of crazy? And I hate to say this. I was like, yeah, but Donovan Mitchell already did. Like, I was already starting to put this thing out there that, well, I've seen 70. Devin Booker did it a few years back. I know Kobe is the 81. Um I don't think anyone gets to 100. No, I don't think it happens. And I know what you're saying, that a guy like Dame can get cooking and he could have 41 at the half. Mm -hmm. Well, can't somebody get to 46-ish at the half? And now all of a sudden you're looking at it and now you're doing the math and saying, well, if he gets in that third quarter, can he get 25? And if he does, now he's within striking distance. I just think it's been so long, and obviously it's never happened other than Will, that I don't think it happens. But... The fact that that conversation last night in my own head became a casual 71 yeah. really bothered me. Well, it's we've gotten to the point where the shooting is better than it's ever been before. Yeah. And they can shoot from further and further And back. it's guards doing this. It, yes. Where before it had to be, you know, David Will, Robinson. It had to be Will. It had to be those Will guys. Will playing against firemen and plumbers, right? Or whatever that line was that J.J. Redick had. Um, here's the thing. And, and I don't think so either. I agree with you that 100 feels just a little bit out of reach because when you break it down, you have to make eight threes every quarter. Eight threes in a game is a lot. 14 is the record. You you have to make eight threes in a quarter, Mm -hmm. four quarters in a row, and you're still one short. You still got to have, you still got to hit another one. You have to hit 30, 33 threes to get to 99. Uh, Steph Curry is amazing. You know, Lillard, amazing. They're not hitting 33 threes. What if it's just 50 mid-range jumpers? <laughs> get to the foul line a handful of times, but I think we will see somebody get close to 80. I think because the how many you may know this, I don't know the answer off the top of my head. When Kobe had 81, how many threes did he have? I bet it wasn't 10. Threes I don't know. Yeah, the threes I, mean, I don't my know. My guess is it probably wasn't 10, maybe it was, but to to get now 10 threes in a game. I mean, Malik Beasley hit 7 the yep. other night. Okay, no disrespect to Malik Beasley. That's not Steph Curry. It's not Clay Thompson or or Lillard. It's Malik Beasley. Could somebody get to twenty? 
Yeah, and then have a bunch of free throws and 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 a handful of layups and runouts. He was yeah. seven of thirteen on three. Kobe. There you go. He made seven threes and scored eighty one. Got to the free throw line twenty times. Eighteen. Of that 20. helps. Yeah, that helps. But when you when you look at it like that, if you can get to eighty with twenty free throw attempts and seven made threes, eighty. Doesn't feel out of the yeah. question for the way that it is right now. By the way, just heads up, Brian Cook played eight minutes that game. He was one for one from the field. He had two points. <laughs> the box score is open. I might as well just give you some more info. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. The Washington Commanders have released quarterback Carson Wentz, that via Adam Schefter. Um, that went south fast, right? Wentz was – he and Goff come 1-2, was that Emily, 2016 draft? Yes. 2016 draft, those guys go 1-2. Both the Rams and the Eagles move way up to get those guys. Mm. Comes in, Wentz looks good right away. Goff looks like he'd never seen a football before. He looks terrible. 0-7 as a starter his rookie year. The next year, he's good. He ultimately ends up going to the Super Bowl for the Rams and having a nice Rams career. Wentz turns into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. He, he really gets hurt against the uh, the Rams at the Coliseum. Yep. Nick Foles comes in, takes him to the Super Bowl. Wentz was never good after that. Leaves Philly, goes to Indy, bad in Indy, goes to D.C., bad in D.C. He's going to be on his fourth team next year in seven years as the number 2 overall pick. That guy turned into a you-know-what overnight virtually. Okay, I didn't get a chance to ask you about this. I, I did, And this was, you're gone, you're doing your thing. What do you think some of this Ram stuff? Like Bobby Wagner, you're Bobby about? Wagner, the Jalen Ramsey, which Jalen Ramsey, the writing's been on the wall now. I think for so a long too. Time. That that feels like it's more likely than not. And and I look, they're retooling. So I was gonna say, so is that the is are you not rebuilding because Stafford is there, Cup is there, Aaron Donald's there, Sean McVay is there, but these are also key pieces that you're saying to yourself, all right, if we move these, what can we get in? I know they're trying to free up cap space. I, I think they're kind of trying to thread that needle between not a full rebuild, but also we're going to make some moves to try to get some picks, to try to get a little deeper. Because as bad as they were last year, it wasn't that they're st- – Aaron Donald, prior to getting sat down, was yep. having a good year. Jalen Ramsey had a, a, a pretty good year. Bobby Wagner was an all-pro. Yeah, Bobby right? Wagner was Cooper amazing. Cup was having a great year until he got hurt. So they didn't have any depth. So you got all these star players that when they're all healthy, great. But when all of a sudden your starters and other places start to drop like flies, like the Rams do, it doesn't matter how good Bobby Wagner is. The, the, the Bobby Wagner one was weird because Bobby Wagner plays a, positions that the, a position that the Rams really never emphasized anyway. That you go back to when Sean McVay came here. Middle linebacker for the Rams was kind of like, you had guys like Mark Barron, you had Corey Littleton, you had Clay. Like, you, just, you just didn't have a bunch of you guys You didn't need in there. the best of the best there. So they went and got the best of the best. He was an all-pro, and they cut him loose. I know it's a financial thing, but I think they're looking at the structure of that defense that they really didn't have to have what he brings, as good as mm-hmm. it is, as much as anything else. Difficulty is going to be, if they do trade Jalen Ramsey, what that secondary looks like, because the secondary was relying on Jalen Ramsey to do everything, essentially, and already was kind of switched cheese at times so it's gonna be difficult i would push back on that a little bit i don't think it was swiss cheese as much as it is is that the offense was dreadful and they were out on the field the whole the time. whole game the, and there's they, no margin for error really, and there's like if you go through it they weren't giving up 30 points a game mm-hmm. defense was actually but they pretty couldn't good. tackle travis but they weren't giving up points this this is what they've done the rams didn't weren't losing games 42 to 40 because they couldn't stop anybody they're losing games 17 to 10 and they were out on the they were out on the field probably two and a half quarters Minimum. At least. Yeah, at minimum. least. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. The draft's coming up next month. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. 
because I think you're going to have a really good idea. If they start trading back, then you know that they're going in a different direction. And that's when, by the way, we can talk about this tomorrow. I'm not totally convinced they aren't trying to find a way right here, right now, to go find a way to get Caleb Williams. I know that other teams are probably doing the exact same thing, but that feels like a juice of the highest level. In other words, a local college product who people oh, yeah. are familiar with, who didn't come from another team. He's mm-hmm. your guy that you build around. And if he's as good as he looks like he might be, that could be really interesting. That could really kind of kickstart that thing in a whole new way. Well, you just said it too, right? How many franchises are looking at him right now and saying, that's going to be our savior. That's going to be our savior. Probably seven, eight, at ten least. franchises. Yeah, but if you're willing to pay the premium to move up to get to that top spot, and mm-hmm. look, by the way, they may be close enough anyway. Mm-hmm. You're going to have, they're the fifth worst record in the league anyway. It, I mean, weirder things have happened. Uh, UCLA is the outright Pac-12 regular season basketball champion for the first time in over a decade that the Bruins are your regular season Pac-12 champs. That's hard to believe. All right, so this is a couple things hard to believe. Um, that part of it, yes. Man, is it just me? Wasn't there a time where I don't know how you feel about this? College basketball used to be fun. I used to like college basketball. I did. And San Diego State's ranked number eighteen. Yeah, they're good. San Diego State needed a buzzer beater Wonder versus New Mexico. Saturday, Are you really? I am. Okay, they needed a buzzer beater to beat New Mexico on the road. The whole thing. Okay, that that part's kind of cool. There was some. Watch that while it was snowing too. Did you? Okay, did you see the Arizona Arizona State game? <laughs> yeah, it's hot. The sixty it was footer. Hot. <laughs> it's been a lot. She of murder. Time she wrote. <laughs> Where does she read Watch, we, we, we ran through the whole series. All right, so the only reason why I mention that is it feels like it should be a bigger deal. Is it that big of a deal that UCLA won the Pac-12 championship? I think if you're a UCLA basketball so fan, it is. So it's very, very, very specific to that. But for the broad part of LA... They're fourth in the country, I want to say? number four in the country. Yeah. That, At least number four coming in to the weekend. I don't know if they changed today. Here's how the sport has changed so much, too. That UCLA actually is kind of the outlier where their best players have been here for a minute. Juzang has been here. Not yeah. Juzang. Uh, Haquez has been here for a while. Tiger Campbell has been here for a while. Like these So guys, you got a chance to actually... But did you? I didn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, it, Not breaking it down every day, talking about the <laughs> Bruins. Maybe it's just Berg. Honestly, there's probably like, unless you're really, really into, I know for college football, it's a completely different thing, but college basketball, even when we get into March Madness, that's going to take a second to, yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it for a couple of weeks and then it's over. Will will I? Because I haven't, I've, ready? No, you won't enjoy it for a couple of weeks. I haven't watched the the tournament in 10 years. Yeah. Like, and and, oh yeah, I don't watch it. I mean, it, it just... It it's, still rates well. Some people I, out there are watching. I get watching. it, and I get that people like to fill out brackets yeah. and all those things. Coke I, is still a sponsor. I, I, I don't... Yeah, no, they're making money. CBS and TNT and all everybody state. else. But it's... Okay, not a Bruin. Yeah. Not, a, not an Aztec. Can you name five college basketball players? I can't. No. Flo Thamba. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's hard to watch them when you just don't know who any of these guys are no. along the way. Chip Kelly talks about how he has to uh, coach these guys that he has right now differently, that they are part of the TikTok generation. Here's the Bruins head coach. 
you're dealing with a TikTok generation. You don't have to agree with that or whatever. They are. They learn in short bursts. That's it. There's a professor at the University of Washington named John Medini wrote a book called Brain Rules. He said no class should be longer than a half hour. You know why? Because they don't pay attention. So we don't meet very long. But again, that preparation part, our coaches are unbelievable at their presentation and how they present them and they keep the players engaged. Education is the transportation of knowledge. Can I transport my knowledge to him so he knows that we can go out in the field and we can go? Because it doesn't matter what you knew. It matters what they know. Okay. Before we get to the TikTokification of young people, yeah. um, Chip Kelly is on to something here because the reason he became Chip Kelly was when he was at Oregon, he did it different than everyone else. They played really fast with incredible pace and they changed college football to the point where pretty much everybody plays like that now. And what he was on earlier than everybody else was that pace and that tempo and monitoring guys sleep and what they would eat and what they would drink and when they would do meetings and mm. not do meetings. And if this is the next evolution of that, that, hey, listen, we're not going to practice for more than a half an hour. We might practice twice a day, but we're only going to do this. We're only going to have a meeting. It's really interesting that if he could crack the code a different way. I think it – I like him kind of explaining it that way because that really truly is how we are. I find myself doing this. And by the way, I don't have TikTok. But I find myself, if I'm watching something for more than seven minutes and it's semi-interesting, okay, next one. Or you find yourself just kind of swiping through some of these shorts. It's just – that's kind of the attention span that we have because that's the attention span that goes into it. I'm part of the TikTok generation. Mace, you're the TikTok generation. Uh, let me see here. I'm not on TikTok, no. but I do scroll through it, right? I'll go to it and I'll scroll through it, but I'm not – I don't create funny dance videos. I mean, God knows I could. You should. Start. Of course you funny can. funny dances are you should start are me wow momo's um, here momo's here momo's you're part are you of on tiktok momo no. no no yeah momo tried tiktok with me yeah we were bad oh, i remember we you were guys terrible at it uh, we decided too, to quit doing work, it work and we were not that funny and yeah emily no. are you our only regular tiktoker amongst the i don't create content i just watch content but yeah i think i'm the only one that's really addicted to TikTok. yeah see i watch content you do i do watch content i'll, I'll scroll through because there is funny there's funny stuff yeah, on there there. there's mm -hmm. useful stuff like my mom gets recipes off tiktok like that and kind it's, of stuff it's like this exactly. right like you just literally go through it chip kelly is dead on the money with this stuff. those those short little bursts of getting people's attention i think yep. if, if i know i'm only gonna be here for 20 minutes i'll listen for 20 minutes sure. if i know i gotta be in this classroom for two and a half hours i'll pick i'm and just choose. trying to get to the end of the line yeah i'm just right. trying to survive till the end so i can go home I'm not going to listen to anybody. For the other thing about this generation, this generation. Yeah. Look at you. Another thing Old about man this generation. Yells at cloud. So no, no, not the, not at all yelling at <laughs> yeah. clouds. Visual learning, yeah. as opposed to classroom mm -hmm. learning. Yeah. Like like collaborative learning too. Collaborative they, every learning. Every school yeah. work is all okay. done in teams now. This doesn't have a tie, or does this have a tie? We keep talking about the baseball and the pitching clock. Does that kind of your attention span, if you could take a three-hour game to it's two and a half, two you could keep the, the action baseball, going? Baseball got way too long, by, and even by baseball older people. Yes, yes. yes. It was way too long. Yeah. Nine and relief add, pitchers. It's like, oh, come in on. The, the backside of guys are just taking too long to do it, so it kind of meets in the yeah, middle. Yeah, that's it, right. It, it's, it's both of those things simultaneously. Let's do a little super cross talk. Well, Momo, you've uh, piqued my curiosity, yeah. shall we say, that what you've got, is, uh, you've got a story, story for us. Here. All right, so about 3 a.m. Saturday night, our power goes off, which we can tell because all the baby monitors announce it. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Right? 
We have had an interruption where you will not be able to hear your crying children, right? We have like two of the monitors, right? Um, and we both are like, oh, okay, well, they'll be all right, you know, I guess so. Um, so Babies did survive pre-monitors. Yeah, and also like my husband just went in the other room to so he could hear him. <laughs> sure. You know? And he was like, you, you sleep, honey, I went to sleep. Because he goes to sleep early, so it wasn't that big a deal. Anyway, we're like, oh, how long is this going to take, right? Well, we have a Tesla. This is the 1% part. Uh-oh. We have a Tesla Powerwall. This was something that we invested in during the pandemic wow. for just such a situation. We were like, should we get one of those loud generators that come on sure. when your power goes off? Or should we get like the newfangled Tesla Powerwall that everyone's talking about? So it's like right? a solar cell that stores power? Yeah, it stores power. And okay. it's supposed to like when your power... And it's also supposed to be eco-friendly, right? It's like a generator. Right? It's like a generator, except neighbor's really power. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't run on gas. <laughs> Right, and okay. if you criticize it, it bans you. No, I was kidding. <laughs> so that was a that was a meta joke. There, you'll get it Just okay. in about one minute. You're, it's it'll, gonna it's, it'll come back. That, sure. Yeah. It's yeah. awfully early for me to get a joke. <laughs> Okay, so it just didn't even come on at all. And I go, what happened to the power wall? It's supposed to come on when we all when our power goes out. Never goes out there. It's it, like something tripped the switch, and it was not storing power for like months, and, and it was never going to come on. And I was like, well, it's supposed to like alert you when that happens. Yeah, What's the point of this thing? Like, what is the point? And I was like, okay, well, whatever. How long is the power really going to be out? They said, first they said 3 p.m. I go, that's a long time. And it went out yeah. at 3 a.m.? Yeah, it went out at 3 a.m. Okay, 3 p.m. comes. It's not back on. Now mm. it's getting cold and dark, okay? Because mm-hmm. if you know, you can open the windows for a while and just be like, whatever, we won't use a microwave. But now it's getting dark, and then we call the DWP and say, oh, it's going to be 3 a.m. So 24 hours without Yeah, it's going to be 24 wow. hours. Did a tree land on your lines or no, something? No, it was like the whole neighborhood. So I go to, I go to uh, Lowe's, and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's 3 p.m., and I'm like, look, I got this stupid power wall that doesn't work. What should I do? Like, and what kind of generator can I get right now that will at least let me turn on a space heater in the baby's room? Mm. Like, literally, like we just need to power a couple of few little things, like the refrigerator and the space heaters. Okay, right. right. And so I get this like generator, and I'm like old school with the like extension cords. Those I'm, things like, are huge. How yeah. big of a generator? Did it was you a get? big generator. Was it like a gas generator? Yeah, it's a gas generator. So like you had I to went swing analog. Seventy six. Wow. Like fill the <laughs> generator with gas. <laughs> yes. I Stop at the gas station and get some gas for this thing. And it's like all for just like five more hours. Yeah. But like it's the like no, it's the baby. It's the baby. So yeah. then I was like, should we just go to my mom's house at this point? You know, but I feel like we're gonna load everything up and, and then the power is gonna it's come gonna on. come back on, yeah. which is exactly what happened. I got everything set up. Did I had you, like okay, my, I got a question. I had the neighborhood friend. I was like, should we go to a hotel? Should we go to my mom's? I was like, at what point? Like if it was just dark i'd be like okay whatever we'll just use flashlights but it's like 40 degrees like i gotta you should have just knocked on mason's door and just have the whole family guys were coming in oh sure i I wasn't even home you could have used the house so is your power wall operational again well we gotta get the uh, company to come out because that's the other thing with tesla there's no there's no customer service like you can't call anybody. Tweet it's Elon. Tweet. Just tweet. <laughs> tweet. Elon. I don't want to mess with that. I'll get, get banned. I'll get banned. Tweet Elon. <laughs> you get banned. Why does it? It's All like, right. So that was very one percent. Like I can't really have a very honest conversation about. <laughs> oh my my Tesla power roll didn't come on right. Like nobody's really gonna sympathize with that. No, a lot of people uh, sending their thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to return the generator once the power wall gets? I think I'm going to keep it because I don't trust the power wall anymore. <laughs> yeah. At this point. She's going to have regular power, yep. Tesla power mm-hmm. wall, generator. put some solar panels on your roof just to be sure. Yeah, I why mean, not? Just- we do. They're supposed to feed into the power wall. <laughs> if it's got a 30-day <laughs> return policy, 
gets weather will get better within the next 25 days. <laughs> yeah. The grease all no, over the motor. <laughs> no, like literally, I stopped at the gas station. I was like, I had a gas can, and I'm like driving around with five gallons of gas in this gas can, and I'm like, man, if I this is this is like glad you survived. Yeah, I know. It's Whew. quite the ordeal. What a week! I love Mason. I really should have just gone to my people mom's house. People are saying yeah. thoughts and that prayers. That's thoughts and prayers. <laughs> have you guys ever taken a vacation where you go to do one very specific yeah. thing and don't get to do that very specific? thing? No, but I heard I yours kind of went that way. Tell me. Uh, so I went to Bandon, Oregon, this last weekend and okay. the, the prior uh, three or four days. Is leading that near up the to Dark it. Cave? I don't know what the Dark Cave is. The so Aaron that's Rogers. where Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't lives. know. No, I don't yeah. know if it's the but it's it's a little bit north of the California border. It's okay. on the coast, yeah, and so it's it's a world class golf destination. Oh, cool! That has like a two year. You said two years booked out. Wow! Yeah, so, so it, you booked it a long time ago. My buddy Ryan did it. We and went you for thought his dad's late February 73rd. was a good time of year. It's the only time we could get it. It's okay. the only time it worked Probably in their the schedule. Only reason that was available. So, but to your point, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> I was telling Al like for a month leading up to this, I'm like, man, Bandon and or in, in in February, this could be a mess. It snowed more or less from the moment we got there until Friday night. We got to play Saturday. That resort's been there for nearly 25 years, yeah. right? It had never been closed two days in oh, a row wow. because first of time, first time wow. ever. What luck! 20, right, first time in twelve years it had been closed for any reason, and that was just for one day. We go all the way up there. We got one round of golf in in four and a half days. It was Damn. a great round of golf, but a total bust on the weather. Wow, that's too bad. Have so you ever done that where you had a specific task and you just couldn't get to it? Honestly, I've been lucky, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, this I don't, happens on Below Deck all the time. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> like, they go sailing, and these people pay gazillions of dollars for this, like, three-day mm. yacht trip, and it'll just be, like, really windy and cold and, and rainy the whole time. they're up the entire time. No, the they just stay. Slide no, they just that's never leave knows, the boat. the inflatable slide yeah. they have on those They boats. just stay on the boat the whole time. They yeah. never go out to sea. They, uh, just, they the literally turn slide. the boat into a hotel. Again, thoughts and prayers. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so far, this is what we have. We have the uh, Tesla generator. Yeah. Tesla generator. We have the resort that you have to book the out two wow. years in advance. Yeah. We are so relatable right now. Yeah, we, we, we get each other. Def, you got a story that matches had, to any I of this? an all-around pretty good weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You went to the desert? I went to the desert, saw mom. Uh, and uh, not stepdad Leo. I actually had a date with my mom. I like that. Oh, which was really really cool. Oh, I think I heard the promo Dinner? on this. Yeah, we went to uh, we went to lunch. Okay, uh, went to the casino, went to Agua Calientes, played the slots for a while, then went to lunch, then went shopping, and then finally went to see Cocaine Bear because everybody's mom wants to see Cocaine, Cocaine Bear, Bear, which yep. was actually really a fun movie. Can I ask a it was a really nice day. Is the is the Cocaine Bear like exactly what it sounds like? Exactly. There's oh. never been a more literal title than <laughs> Cocaine Bear. I was a like, bear is that on blow? Are you wow. intrigued? I'm intrigued. Yeah. Like I thought I, I was like, that's not really what it's about, is it? And then I saw like the 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 poster and it's like a bear with a bear some that blow. eats a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. Right? Imagine funny jaws in a forest. That's basically what you got. Uh, this sounds like a classic stoner o movie. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it. Uh, oh, he's great in it. In it. Yeah, okay. he, he's fantastic. You really he's, should have been in this. This sounds like your kind Cocaine of cameo. Bear, absolutely. Directed by Elizabeth Banks. Did really well this weekend. I thought it was I thought they killed super it. fun. They killed it this Even my mom loved it. She did. Really? Yeah, she loved it. Because it's funny. I am team Carrie Russell, so I'm intrigued by yeah, the like portion Russell. of it. She was good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I like uh, Margot Martindale. Got to guess who the survivors are going to be okay. at the end of the day. Oh, is it kind of like like 
you want to, you don't want to be Quint. You want to be Captain Brody. Uh, correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. It is like that. It is like that. Okay. I, I did not see it. Okay. I went to the theaters and it dominated. There was literally, I was telling Trav, the lobby of the theater mm-hmm. had a person dressed up in a bear no. and everybody's taking the photos <laughs> really? and putting everything on social all that stuff and people were pretty wild this that i'm like can i just get uh can i get uh, a water some popcorn i'm gonna go see the movie i'm gonna ask you a question on this one have yes. you seen this or no have you seen the they do the short films the, the oscar nominated for- sure short films or animated films yeah have you seen them I, i've not seen them this year okay so i went i actually i, I didn't even know this existed so it's like five movies in one. Yeah. So you're seeing so did basically you see the live action. Or the I just I saw the live action. Live action, okay. Live action. So you're getting like eighteen minutes in one. That's good. Maybe twenty five for another. Maybe this goes back to our short attention span right. yeah. and sure. just kind of give me a little bit. But they were all really good. Yeah. Which like, one did you like the best? Um, okay, this one was a little bit more. Um, I don't know if tougher to watch is mm-hmm. the right way to put it. Some of them were funny. Some of them were a little bit uh, tougher to watch. There's right. one called The Red Suitcase. Okay. Have you heard of that no. one? No. Okay, Red Suitcase. I want to kind of give it up, but just to kind of give a, the, the storyline to yes. it. Girl, 16 years old, mm-hmm. um, on a plane, getting off of the plane, and you're just starting to kind of get the storyline of where she's going. She's right. talking to her dad on the phone. She's- not going to where um, you know all the guests are going to meet the people that are coming. Why? Because she's 16 years old and it's an arranged marriage, and she is oh. trying really hard to avoid the person who does not know what she looks like, doesn't know like anything. Oh, that's, that's funny. It's pretty yeah. fascinating. Yeah, okay. pretty fascinating. Yeah. Was that not the one expect, that was in English? Uh, did not expect a synopsis of one of the live action <laughs> shorts nominated for Academy Award. All, all of them are so random, but really good. Yeah, all of them are really good cool. storylines. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fun to do that. Yeah. Did I, you want them to be longer? That's a good question. Can I tell you something? What's kind of funny, and I'll use that one as an example. When that one was done, the red suitcase, in my mind, I'm like, you can go another hour on this easily, and I'm in. Right. Like, for most of them, I thought you can go a lot longer because they're so short that it just gives you an appetizer, and that's all you get. Yes, to answer your question, I wanted to go longer. Hmm. So we had an Ask Slee today yeah. that was, if you were going to do a memoir of somebody here at 710, you're going to write it, you're gonna, and you, but you can't pick yourself. Right. Who would you want to write about? Uh, I picked you, question. by the way. Thank you. Because you it's an, it's an odd life. Yeah. It's an odd life. <laughs> uh, who would be a good subject for a memoir? I will say probably Cap? Kaplan. Yeah, I was going to say Cap is actually Kaplan an also one has too. lived a, a weird existence. He's an odd dude. I'm sure he's got great that's stories. That's what makes to memoirs yeah, interesting, yeah, right? It's yeah. not that everything goes according to plan. It's yeah, it's when, when it goes off. When plan. things go yeah. wrong, yeah. yeah. How would your memoir be? Very boring. Very boring. Very boring. I've I've been when I went Fernando on your podcast. I yeah, about I've been the luckiest guy in the world. You were like the most normal person from the station I, I, on my podcast. I, I think so. Yeah. Right? I just, You're like just straight up middle of the fairway. I went, my mom and dad love each other and loved me and my brother, took good care of us. I went to high school, college, got a job, and I work. Yeah. And I no, it's good. Family. It's good. Oh, <laughs> Where's the was. angst? Yeah. Yeah, I, there I, is no I'm angst, relatively really. angst. Really. So Mace is like, on his podcast, he's kind of like Roy Firestone. Like, I'm gonna make yeah. you cry. Yes, I'm gonna find. Oh got, yeah, you got, got me to Marlo cry. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got me. He he's good at that. He he like at some point it's like it's like the scene in um, uh, the agent movie Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. It's like 
Roy, yeah. you're going to get me. You know, I, I wasn't going to cry. You know, the most interesting, Sliwa had one of the most interesting podcasts. I knew, I found out stuff I never knew about Sliwa. Made it all up. The king of El Cajon. <laughs> the king of El Cajon. Who would you write about, Momo? Uh, at our station, who yeah. would I write about? I think Mace is probably the right answer. Yeah. He has, he has you have, well, there, there's a lot, there's a lot behind the curtain. Yeah, there is a lot behind the curtain. There's would a lot behind the curtain. Would you open up for a memoir? Yeah. Would you spill it all? I probably would. I, it's it's such, such a, a pretty specific open. audience. I mean, I think people know a lot. You're like, the lot is behind the curtain. I don't know that there's that much behind the curtain. Oh, I could get you there. You think so? Oh, yeah. All right, that's coming up. All right, 10%. <laughs> I, I can make you, you cry, Steve I Mason. The I get the agent fee. Super Crosstalk <laughs> is powered by In-N-Out Burger.